The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And it's time to go to the track. Um... Which which uh, horse are you betting on? Um, Satan's little helper. Oh wait, that, that, that's, that's not a that's, that's, that's not Greyhounds. a yes. Um, secretary. You... <laughs> actually, funny story. I've actually started watching BoJack Horseman. Oh, I don't nice. know if you've watched it. No. Uh, now, now that you mentioned Secretariat, uh, no. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Princess. Ooh, Princess might be a good pony. Princess might be a good pony. Uh, can you, uh, speaking of ponies, can you also buy me a pony? Uh, no. Will you buy me a pony? No. If you love me, you'll buy me a pony. Ha, I know you're lying. <laughs> I know you love me, so I'm not buying you a pony. Uh, rats. Uh, if you couldn't gather this week, we are talking about season three, episode eight, Lisa's Pony. It was yeah. an all right episode. We'll get, we'll get through it. But I don't know if you love me because you're not buying me a pony. No, um, I know you love me, so I don't have to buy you a pony. <laughs> uh, air date, November 7th, 1991. So uh, we're, we're getting closer and closer to 1992. I know. We're getting there. Uh, recap, Homer buys Lisa a pony, but now he must get a second job at Apu's Quickie Mart. I know. Uh, this is... The Quickie Mart. Now, I think this is one of or probably the first episode where he actually gets a real second job yes like this like this is a side job yeah like a complete straight up side job i don't think he's had like a straight up side job for anything before yeah and i've had two jobs and when we get when we when we talk about it uh it's not fun having a second job is not fun uh, chalkboard gag this week. Bart bucks are not legal tender. So Bart was trying to give fake money to kids to use as real money and he got caught. I'm well, assuming that's it. I mean, like he started like a prison currency system or something <laughs> at school and it's not legal it's, tender. It's not legal tender, but it'll buy a bag of chips, but it's not legal on, tender. on, the, on the playground. Oh, on the playground, on the playground. Ten Bart Bucks will buy you a bag of chips. I don't know how you uh, earn Bart Bucks. Being nice to Bart. I guess so. Bullying. Mm-hmm. Bullying. Go, kick, go kick that kid's butt. Yeah. Or give me the answers to the test and I'll give you five Bart Bucks. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, we also get a new sax solo this week. Yep. A little different. Uh, couch. Homer gets to the couch first and lies down. And the rest of the Simpsons sit on top of them. And you know what? I think we've kind of done that. Like in our, when we were super young, I think we used to do that to our dad a little bit. He'd be like lying down and we would sit on top of him. It's well, yeah. But, but, but Marge also joined in on that. Well, I mean, Homer can't take up the whole couch. It's got to be for the family. You're right. It's a family couch. 
It is a family couch. Even though it's a wacky, crazy family couch. Yep. Does weird and wacky things. Yep. All right. So this week we start with another kind of old timey reference in the BC era of the Dawn of Man. And you see Monkey Homer and some more primates drinking out of a pool of, uh, out of a pool of water, which I always thought whenever they do these like early year things, it's so weird yeah. that they just don't use other Simpsons care. It would be just, yeah. as, it would be just well, as funny to do like Lenny and Carl as apes. And, but here's the thing. So I was reading that they had a hard time making primate Homer. So, I'm assuming like in the third, you know, in the early seasons, they were having a little bit more difficulty designing Simpsons characters as other things. They're like, okay, we're just going to stop at Homer because (laughs) that's going to be easier because we could draw other monkeys. Yes. And so we see the apes making a fire, inventing the wheel, and we see Homer making uh, laziness. Well, there's a monolith. Yeah, yep. there's a monolith that the monkeys are, like, praying to, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like the, it's from the reference of the 1968 film, 2001 A Space Odyssey. And the funny thing about this is it was just recently that everyone was like, oh, the Simpsons oh, predicted this the episode, the monolith in, like, Utah and a bunch of other areas around the world. Like, yes. all of a sudden, these random monoliths start showing up. They're like, oh, the Simpsons predicted monoliths. And I'm like, eh. No. no, no, that was 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, but Homer actually, you know, rests up against it and uh, yep. he invented laziness. So <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. And so he, and he starts uh, sleeping and the monolith starts leaning and all of a sudden Homer wakes up in the power plant and yep. he's like, I like how he wakes up like a monkey. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And well, like, it's because he, he is a monkey. And he was dreaming about being a monkey, I guess. Yeah. So, and obviously, so as we learn, this is towards the end of Homer's uh, day. And yep. so Lisa calls Homer at the power plant uh, because she needed a new saxophone read and Marge wasn't home. Wasn't, which is weird. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess. So where was Lisa? I, was Lisa calling from home? Yes. She was okay. at home. And so where was Marge? Was she out with Maggie? Was she, I mean, I guess I don't eight know. years old. I I guess you come home from school. I guess, I don't know if that's we used, still. I don't know. I think, well, cause that, that's what, well, she's in second grade. Second grade. Yeah. I mean, I suppose Bart was home too. So, I mean, maybe they're home for like a half hour by themselves. The other thing that's really weird is that Homer actually at work had his calendar out and he actually, cause she was calling him about the read for the talent show. Yeah. He had actually, you know, marked the day seven o'clock and he's like, I didn't forget about your talent show. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. So at least he's, yeah. at least as of right now, it seems like he is a, you know, good one, good father. Yes. Um, but he's like, dad, Lisa's like, dad, I broke my last saxophone read and I need you to get me a new one. It's like, uh, isn't this the kind of thing your mother's better at? She's like, yeah. I called her. She's not home. Now, how did she call her? On what? They don't have cell phones. Maybe she was at, like, Aunt Patty and Aunt Selma's? But no, she so she's like, I also tried Mr. Flanders, Aunt Patty, Aunt Selma, Dr. Uh, Reverend Lovejoy, and that nice old man who caught the snake in her basement. So she called around. Where? 
Okay, so how did she call Marge? Was she at the salon with Maggie? Like, where... That doesn't make sense. If Marge isn't home, just, and the only way to get hold of people back then would be landlines, how... how I don't know. How did she call her? She the doesn't have magic, a job. The magic of magic. Oh, apparently. <laughs> and so, yeah, Lisa tells Homer that she needs a four and a half read, which he writes at the bottom of his shoe, <laughs> and there's actually a piece of gum... Stuck oh, to the bottom gun. bottom of his shoe that he yeah. writes around. Fix this. Fix this, yeah. And it has an arrow pointing to it. Which is good. Um, now, I have a question, because I know you played the clarinet. Yep. Are there different size reeds? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's okay. I mean, tons of different size reeds. They're thicker. It's like the thickness of the reed to be able to blow uh, through it. And you got to find okay. the right one that actually works with your lips and and pressure of blowing and stuff like that. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I was a violinist, so I, I don't know anything about woodwind instruments. So Yeah. So I like how we get to the school, <laughs> and it's the start of the talent show. It's kid announces that the doors of the school are locked, so parents can't leave once their child is done performing. <laughs> Which I feel like is a fire hazard. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, of course. But... I think it's funny that they just don't want parents up and leaving after their kids' performance because who wants to stay and actually watch other kids oh, yeah. perform? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so um, he also says that the first five rows will get wet. So I don't what know are what these talents. <laughs> um, maybe like the water, ta- you know, like the water uh, glass sound thing. I guess I don't know what else. No. The only thing I can think of is maybe somebody's pulling a Gallagher and smashing a pumpkin. Maybe. I don't know if that's really a talent, but. Yeah. And so we see Homer getting to King Toot's music store, which is right next to Moe's, five minutes yeah. before it closes. Store closes. And so yeah. he's like, ooh, I got time for a beer and heads into Moe's. And so, you know, Homer, you know, tells him, hey, get me a beer quickly. I have to get a, I have to go to King Toot's to pick up a read for Lisa. And then Moe suggests Homer, you know, go to the music store first, which, no, I, I was like, yeah, Moe's right. Go to the music store first, come back, grab a beer, go to the school. And uh, Homer tells him he doesn't tell Moe how to do his job and then proceeds to tell him how to do his job. Yeah, by he's telling like, him how to pour a beer. He's like, hey, do I tell you how to do your job? He's like, sorry, Homer. You know, if you tip the glass, there won't be so much foam on top. Sorry, Homer. Which is actually, which is, well, and here's the other thing. Moe's a bartender. You'd think he'd know that. Although he might be doing that to try to short Homer and well, like make more money. Well, yeah, Because it's Moe and he's shady. Yep. So Homer drinks his beer. He's like, ooh, I made it with 12 seconds to spare. And, uh, but the store is closed. So Homer can't buy Lisa's read. And he goes back to Moe's Tavern where Jerry, uh, the guy who runs the store, is there sipping a beer. And we cut back to the school, and Millhouse's talent is playing the spoons, which, eh? Yeah, okay. it's kind of a weird one. But I like how Lunch Lady Doris, she's like, this is a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, the, and our judges, and speaking of, we, uh, that's, I mean, we skipped a little bit, but not really. But our guests, our judges are Bleeding Gums, Murphy. Lunch Lady Doris and Groundskeeper Willie. And this is actually the first episode that Lunch Lady Doris is in. Yep. So we get her first appearance. Um, so then, you know, Skinner's on the side with Mrs. Krabappel. 
and he tells them that Millhouse stinks and say they get worse <laughs> every year. And then after Millhouse is done, Skinner goes out there and he's like, oh, good job, good job. I think this is the best group we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> good Lord. So then next up, and I don't know why you would allow, allow Bart Simpson into a talent show. That just seems like a terrible idea. And it was because Bart Simpson's uh, talent is doing impressions. And his first one is Principal Skinner. I'm dumb and like holds his nose and like <laughs> makes fun of home or makes fun of uh Principal Skinner. And so you know, and then after that, his next one is Lunch Lady Doris and uh Bleeding Gums Murphy loves it. He's laughing and he gives Bart a ten. Yep. And uh so I thought it was funny that I, I'm surprised they would let Bart into a talent show though. Well Skinner was like, and that's a thousand days detention or so. <laughs> yeah. oh my god so then we cut back to Moe's and homer is pleading and begging with the guy to reopen king toots and he's like here let me show you a, a picture of the little girl you're gonna let down and he like flips through his wallet and he's like well i don't have one <laughs> <laughs> yep because homer's not a good father right now correct and so Mo asked Jerry to open up because Mo saved Jerry's life from and his wife from a car fire. I don't see Mo being the guy to save someone's life, but I mean, if he's a customer, I guess yes, that might make more sense. Yeah. And so Jerry agrees and asks Homer what he needs. He's like, "Ha! I do know. I wrote it down." And he lifts a uh, four and a half reed. Okay, what instrument? Oh. oh. <laughs> and so they go over to the shop and he's like he's like uh trombone uh sac uh trombone clarinet and saxophone or sax sorry sax saxophone it's like wait what's that last one saxophone lisa stop playing that infernal saxophone that's it alto or tenor <laughs> now here's a question so are the like now, do clar clarinets is just one instrument. There's like no different variations of a clarinet. No, I mean there's there's uh, soprano clarinet. I mean there's different levels of clarinet. Same as so. Now here's the thing. Now here's the thing with Homer. I could understand him not knowing that. Yes, that like, one he wouldn't know because all he does is shout, "Stop playing your saxophone!" And I don't think Lisa would ever be like, "Well, it's an alto saxophone." No, like no, she who's wouldn't. gonna freaking remember that? Yeah. So. And, um and so back at the yeah so i mean it's really funny and so back at the school yeah. we see sherry and terry doing knife throwing which once again <laughs> how is that even allowed and i mean they're good at it don't yeah. get me wrong but i don't think uh don't think that would be allowed and so uh marge is sitting next to lisa she's trying to reassure her that homer will will be there and then she thinks of uh, what could be happening to homer and one is a flat tire she's like yeah yeah a bear is Homer in a tree. She's like, not likely. Homer get then Homer abducted by aliens. <laughs> and uh, I like how once again, not Kagan Kodos. I yeah, they just I'm a chose surprised that just chose random, random aliens. Yeah. And then that was she's like, oh, that's too far fetched. And then she's finally Homer drinking at most. She's like, bingo. Yeah. Uh, and so right before Lisa, we get uh, some kids singing "My Ding a Ling" by Chuck Berry up on stage. She's like, "My Ding a Ling, my Ding a Ling." I want you to play with my dingling, and then Skinner pulls them like, off. Pulls them. Hey, who is approving these these acts? Um, 
no the producers one. of the simpsons apparently <laughs> well apparently they had a hard time getting the copyright for that song um and then a little bit of a hard time getting it through fox's censors well yeah but i mean there's so didn't. many other talents you could have done but Juggling. it's funny it's hilarious though i know but that just god i mean there's some bad talents you could do but yeah but yeah i don't quite understand it and so we hear we see homer running through the halls to deliver the reading here's you know a bad saxophonist up on stage and he's like i hate to be that kid's father and he walks through and sees that it's lisa and you know she's up on stage crying she's and she's complaining to skinner oh it's the reed and skinner's like sure it's the reed Let's well, give a hand for Lisa and her wacky sax. Well, and before that, while she's playing, groundskeeper Willie goes, oh, it sounds like the gopher that I caught in my lawnmower. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> I guess there's gophers at Springfield Elementary. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And so after that, Homer's kind of in the back clapping. Like, yeah, woo. <laughs> and then... Apparently, just Homer takes Lisa to Phineas Q. Butterfats, 5,600 5, flavors of ice cream. I don't even... I mean, I guess... Okay, so the regulars, all the Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> um, the... the What's that? Other dog... Haagen-Dazs. Um, I mean, I think maybe. that's the joke. I think you're thinking about this a little too hard. I don't know. That, I mean, that's, getting that's the, the getting joke. getting the 31 flavors is pretty rough with Be- with uh, Baskin ben Robbins. Ben and Jerry's has like a hundred. I know they they they're they're huge. They can they can do a lot. So you know, Homer yeah, Homer ha- takes Lisa out for ice cream to try to make up for the Reed thing, and some guy wheelbarrows over <laughs> a big ass sunday that cost 88 dollars yeah that's a lot of ice cream that little bit too much it's like okay who ordered the mount belly egg (laughs) he's like i ordered it for my little girl (laughs) takes one small bite i'm done well (laughs) she's sad you know lisa's sad at homer and he's like oh i'm sorry she's like i forgive you you didn't mean that you're right i didn't and so we go back to the Simpsons and Homer puts in a tape labeled baby Lisa. And so we see baby Lisa taking her first steps, but Homer is watching fantasy Island and he's like, are you recording this? Yeah. Eh, I'll watch it later. And I'm guessing this is the first time he actually watched it. Probably. And then we get another instance of uh, Lee, uh, him watching the tape and Lisa says, dad, dad, but he's too busy strangling Bart. So, yeah, this is probably the first time. It's not the first time we see it, but it might have been the first time it happens. But even then, I think he might have strangled Bart as a baby, or at least attempted to. I mean, he got Bart pretty good as a as a baby. I mean, maybe yeah. he was like three or four, but I I I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago where it was like, oh, this is the first time Bart strangled. But I I would have to go. This is technically the first first time. time. It's not the first time we've seen it, though. No, but this is the first instance of Bart being strangled. I thought it was, maybe Homer, like, from that moment, Marge's like, Homer, don't do that. And then from that moment to, to the pink shirt, that, pink shirt yes. episode, he's like, okay, you know what? I'm out. I'm going to strangle him now. <laughs> so after that, Homer confesses to Marge that he's been a bad father and 
she's like, well, let's spend time with her. So they spend time together. Drinking tea. And, yep. And get, pushing Lisa on the swing, which she, he pushes too hard and apparently just flings her off. Or maybe she's just so sad that she just didn't want to hold on anymore and falls off. Maybe. After that, we get Marge and Homer lying in bed. And uh, Marge insists just to keep on spending more time with her. She'll come around. And Homer says if he does it, he will turn fruity. And that that is not not a good joke. Not anymore. I mean, it's 91. Not like, that's just, ugh. I heard that. I'm like, ooh. That that did not date well. No, but all. I mean, it's he's doing girly things. I mean, I mean to be fair, as a father of a boy, wanting, you know, so if he uh, wanted to do a tea party, you wouldn't do it. It'd be a beer party. Okay, maybe that's he, going too far. No, if he wanted to be like, hey, Dad, let's drink, like, like, let's have a tea party with my stuffed animals. You would do it because you love your son. Yeah, but I'd be like, why? In my he head, wants a tea party. Yeah, I would do it, but in my head, I'd be like, "Why?" Maybe at a tea party at school. Maybe. Um, so any, so anyways, Homer tells Marge that he's like, "Maybe I'll just buy her that stupid pony she's been begging me for." And Marge, Marge is like, "That's a bad idea." And you know how expensive those things are. And she's like, "Please promise me you won't get a pony." Yep. And he's like, "Bah." Hmm. That's no. not a real word. You're not even saying real <laughs> words. Buh. Snuh. But I like how he's like, Marge's like, we can't afford to buy a pony. He's like, Marge, with today's gasoline prices, we can't afford not to buy a pony. And I'm like, but in the early 90s, wasn't it? Wasn't gas pretty low, though? Like, mid, I mean, I think like it was like. I mean, I even, remember. Okay, when I was 16. I remember gas prices were down to like under a buck, like 89 cents, 99 cents a gallon. I mean, when I was in high school, that would have been 2001. I do remember gas prices being in the upper dollar range. To yeah, two. but this is 91. I'm talking about. I know. Like so like on. that's, t- but like that's 10 years, pr- 10 years forward in time. So yeah, I'd have to imagine that gasoline prices in the early nineties were probably around 80 to like a buck 20 yeah so i mean i guess maybe in springfield gas prices were like california like maybe. three four dollars a gallon maybe <laughs> i don't i don't, I guess i don't seem to to know but homer obviously ignores marge and goes to yep. the all creatures great and cheap <laughs> yes they were great pets but uh they're, i don't know if they were also cheap, cheap. Is like I like how the sign is. You pet it, you bought it. <laughs> wow! Could you imagine if a, a pet store had that policy? Well, it would like... keep people like Shay from petting animals in the store. <laughs> but I would want to pet the animals. Yeah, but I don't want to buy the animals. I just want to pet the animals. Just go there to pet them. Well, they probably exactly. don't want you getting your germs all over them either. Probably. Yeah, and so he goes up. Uh, he goes up <laughs> to the shopkeeper. The shopkeeper is just kind of staring off. It's like. It's like, what's that smell? Oh, it's you. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, Apparently you today, get, do Homer. You get it? You get it? Because pet stores are smelly, but Homer smells worse. Do you get it? I, yeah, but Homer takes showers. I mean, okay, to be fair, we actually know that Homer does take showers. That's correct. So I. Uh, maybe it's I, like a Saturday and he just didn't feel like showering that day. Maybe. It just seems kind of weird. Um, and so he goes up to the (laughs) shopkeeper. Do you sell ponies? Yeah, right over here. 
and it's a Scottish deerhound. Deer. He's like, I don't think that's a real animal, by the way. Oh, it might be. It might be like a great, uh, great, uh, not Great Dane, uh, Greyhound type dog. I bet it's real. I mean, they. I know the Simpsons do a lot of fake things, but I feel like it's it's got to be got to be real. But I like how it's like that's not a horse <laughs> or a pony. And so Homer's like, okay, fine. Let's go to the Grateful Gelding Stables, which I'm assuming is somewhere in Springfield. Maybe. And uh, the the horse trainer, uh, Millicent, she's like, oh, so you want to buy Homer? Homer's like, oh, I'd whatever, whatever the cost just to make my kid happy. And yep. she's like, um, how much is that one? Sir, that one is half a million dollars. <laughs> it's like she was, I mean, then she goes like the pedigree of the horse. He's like, oh, yeah. um, what about like something about discount, <laughs> like a discount <laughs> pony, pony factory. factory. He's like, she's like, I hope that doesn't exist. She's like, she's like, our pony started $5,000 cash. And Homer's like, isn't there a pound where you could pick up cheap ponies that ran away from home? <laughs> I certainly like, I hope not. not. She's like, okay. It's like, oh, can you take a check? And he's like, uh, this is predated 2054. <laughs> no, it was 2012. I thought it was 2054. Oh, was it? Was it that far? I think so. Oh, well, at least we know in 2054, Homer will be able to finally get that pony. Yeah. By the way, backtracking a little bit. You are right. A Scottish deerhound is a real dog. Yes. And so Homer heads to the employee credit union, which apparently the power plant has a credit union. And uh, there's the sign that says, ask about our paycheck docking plan. Well, I mean, I suppose if you take out credit from the the power plant, they could just, you know, say, all right, well, we're going to take it out of your paycheck. Yeah. So. And so uh, the employees, the employee there can't do a $5,000 loan because that's too much. So, so Mr. Mr. Burns and Smithers shows up and I like how Bert Burns is like, isn't that cute? Smithers, he's joining the horse, he said. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? You're not planning to eat it. <laughs> oh, God. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, and then so he fills out the thing and I like how Burns does his like evil, evil laugh at Simpson. And he was, uh, he was like, oh, I was just laughing at something Smithers did earlier. He's like, I didn't do something funny earlier. Shut up, Smithers. Up. <laughs> oh, my God. So then, you know, Homer gets the money. He goes back to the guild, the Grateful Gelding stables and picks up the pony. And Homer is shoving the pony in the <laughs> back seat. Like, I don't think that pony is fitting back there. A Clearly it did, though. Yes. Because normally you get, like, a trailer and you hitch it and you, you drive off. But clearly this pony is small enough to fit in the Simpsons' backseat of Homer's car. Well, it is a pony. Ponies are slightly small. I mean, I suppose if it's, like, a kid pony, like yeah. a baby pony. I mean, look at it like uh, this. Look at it Look at it like this. So if all of you guys remember the movie Tommy Boy. Yes. Tommy Boy and Richard, oh, the they deer. Get, get a deer. The deer. And yeah, it was a they pretty a... good full-size deer. Yeah, I And suppose. that fit in the back of uh, Tommy Boy's car. Or I guess that was yeah. Richard's car, technically. Yeah, but it was it, Richard's it, car. But it fit back there. So I'm assuming a pony, yeah, it might be hard to get it back there. But I well, think you did see him like shoving, shoving it. So. I mean, eventually, I think once you physically get the body structure of the pony into the back seat, I think it would fit. Now, now here's, 
Now here's my question. So for this next scene, so Homer somehow got Lisa's <laughs> pony into the house upstairs and into her bed without waking her up, waking anybody up. And so Lisa wakes up and she sees the pony's head and she screams. And this is a reference to the horse head scene in the Godfather. Yep. Which excellent movie. And she wakes everybody up. And so she like rides it through the hall and Marge is unhappy. And Bart asks Homer why Lisa got a pony. And Homer says it's because she stopped loving him. And Bart responds that he doesn't love Homer and he wants a moped. And Homer sees through the bruise and tells Bart he gets squat because he's like, I know you love me, boy. You don't get anything. Yep, exactly. So you and can't put anything past Bart. Because we all know from the Trios of Horror episode, Bart Bart does love his dad. Yes. But isn't that non-canon? Eh, that one can be. Come on. Bart loves his dad. <laughs> Let's 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 shove that one in there slightly. <laughs> okay, slightly like the pony, um, like the pony in the back of Homer's car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then, you know, Lisa's spending time with her new pony, and she names it Princess. And so Marge is like, "Well, Homer, what are we gonna do with the pony?" And H- Homer goes, "Well, the horse will roam free during the day and sleep between the cars at night." And Marge goes, "That's illegal." And I love Homer's response. Well, that's for the courts to debate. Or decide. decide. I'm yep. like, uh, no, Homer, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. <laughs> well, okay, so theoretically, they could have turned the garage into a stable. I mean, Marge parks your car outside, and Homer, yeah. you know, parks turns his... half of the, tur- you know, makes half of the garage into a stable. That, that should have been good enough, right? Yeah. But they don't do that. They take it to, I'm assuming, Gelding Stables. Yes, again. they take it back there. Yeah. And so rent for a stable is $530 a month, which probably is accurate. Fairly. I didn't ask any. No, if, anybody I... owns, if anybody owns a, a horse or a pony and you have it at a stable, uh, let us know how much you pay if you feel comfortable so we can know if this is accurate. Yeah. So, I mean, but on the bill, there's like, there's riding lessons and housing and all that. So then we go back to the Simpsons house and Abe is watching Bart and they're playing us. What would you call that? Not space invaders. What's the one? Asteroids. Asteroids? Yeah. Yeah. Like an updated version of that. And I love how like Bart is screaming at Abe to like hit buttons. He's like, you're the spaceship. (laughs) He's like, wait, I wasn't the guy. Because it's Abe. Why is uh, Bart allowing... I mean, yes, it's hilarious, but why would Bart even allow... Maybe he was just trying to make fun of him. I mean, it actually looked like he was trying yeah. to... Well, I think... I feel like our grandfather would have played video games with us when we were younger. Maybe. I guess I don't know. But I did look it up. So... According to Google, if you don't own enough land to support a horse, boarding at a barn or stable is the next best option. A horse is assigned a stall and you're given access to trails, pastures, or arena. The cost of boarding averages 400 to 500 per month. Okay, but, so 530. But, yep, so buck can go as high as 1200 to 2500 in metropolitan yeah. areas. But I'm assuming it's not a metropolitan area. I'm assuming yeah. it's somewhere out in Springfield's outskirts. Yeah. So five thirty isn't a isn't a no, bad price. That's yeah. a that's a pretty. I mean, it's a little bit higher than average, but yeah, and, and you know. she throws in and she throws in annunciation too. Oh yes, <laughs> why Thank father? You, father. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Homer walks through, 
And he goes to the kitchen and Marge is at the, the table going through their financial situation. And she's like, Homer, we can't afford this unless we give up luxuries. And so she's like, Homer, you're going to have to, you know, give up beer. And Homer just laughs at Yeah, her. she's like, we're going to have to have cut down on luxuries. Well, you know, we're always buying Maggie's vaccines for diseases she doesn't have. And Marge That's is like, the point. And Marge is like, actually, I was thinking we could cut down on your beer. Nah, we're not going to be doing that. now here's the thing so i i kind of wonder how much beer the simpsons buy per month i mean homer is an alcoholic and he also goes to Moe's, so maybe he spends a quite a bit of money on beer yeah i could see that like i i like to know how much homer spends on beer yeah i mean does he normally buy though does he buy cases or six packs normally i'm trying to it's usually a sixer so i mean maybe he only drinks like one or two a day at home obviously he goes to Moe's but maybe yeah. only drinks a couple at home I don't, know. I don't know but but here's the thing if you're going to the bar almost every night you're probably spending a good 20 to 30 dollars yeah oh yeah so so maybe 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 Homer spends like three four hundred dollars on beer yeah that would month. that would pay for just over half of uh yeah. at least the stable fees yeah so give up the beer Homer yeah and then I love how like Homer goes First, you didn't want me to get the pony. Now you want me to take it back. Make up your mind. Uh, clearly, she did. <laughs> and so Homer is like, got to win money. Got to win money. And he goes to uh, uh, the Quickie Mart and buys a scratch off. He's like, Liberty Bell? <gasps> Liberty Bell? <gasps> uh, Liberty Bell. Hey, I got all three. All right, Homer, I have to check it to make sure you won. And he like holds his thumb up against <gasps> a cherry. Oh, Mr. Homer, what has reduced you to such cheap chicanery? <laughs> if you needed money, you could have implored about our help sign. No, no, no. You could have you could have uh, robbed me or oh, implored yeah. about our help sign. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's like, oh, you're hiring. It's like, well, you have to work at the night shift. And the and it's like, it's like, I'll take it. And uh, Pooh's like, oh. To the day that we could finally, you know, we could finally go do something. And so then yes. we cut back to the stables and there's Ralph. And I don't know if it was Wendell or who else it was. The, the black, I, don't I don't know who the black kid is, what his name is. But they're yeah. sitting there watching Lisa, apparently. And Ralph is just talking to Lisa, you know, it's like how she is on the thing. But it de- definitely did not sound like Ralph. I think the point of that was because they were at the stables that he sounded like more mature. Oh, I think that I, was the point. Maybe, I think that was the point. But it was just I'm pretty so, sure that was the point. It just did not sound right. Like it really I didn't. I know that maybe they were trying to make a point, but it just didn't. It it didn't sound right. Like having Ralph have a different voice just just to make that joke, <laughs> and it was only a you know five six second so, scene. So it just seemed, yeah, you could have got rid of that. That was just kind of junk um yeah and so we cut back to the quickie mart and apu's kind of you know showing you know, him his showing him his showing him his job and apu's like i won't lie to you on this job you will be shot at and he's <laughs> like i suggest you take the bullet in the shoulder <laughs> yeah because you have a choice in where the bullet hits you i'm getting robbed please mister just shoot me right here that's all i want like you point like 
Yep. No, if somebody's going to rob and shoot you, they're just going to shoot you and not think twice. Yeah, and so we cut back to the Simpsons house, and Homer, you know, tells Marge that, oh, you know, yeah. he's going to be working at the Quickie Mart, and Homer's like, I'll work from midnight to eight, come home, sleep for five minutes, eat breakfast, sleep six more minutes, shower, then I have ten minutes to bask in Lisa's love, then I'm off to the plant for a fresh, fresh as a daisy. <laughs> uh, I do like I do like the fact that when Homer comes home to tell Marge that, he's like, Marge, I need to talk to you in private. And Bart's like, oh, you're in trouble. And uh, he tells, you know, and then he tells Marge. And then I love the fact that Homer just falls over because he's exhausted. <laughs> yep. And then Bart's like, I think mom shot dad. Well, killed him. Or killed him. <laughs> like, really? You that's your first thing? Well, you hear a loud bang. Who knows what it is? Yeah. And so we cut back to the quickie mart and there's Homer stealing jerky and his squishy. And I was like. Homer, are you your head in the quickie, uh, the squishy machine? <laughs> I mean, come on. And so then we cut back to the stables, and Lisa's playing her sax at her po- at the pony. Yeah. Um. And then we head to uh, the Fiesta Terrace for Single Living, where we see Apu apparently in bed with Princess Jasmine. Well, I mean, he's a single guy, but. A stripper? I, that doesn't seem like a. But well, maybe it does. She's not like... a stripper. She's an exotic dancer. <laughs> okay, fine. Is stripping so, exotic dancer. I get it. Uh, strippers take off their clothes. Exotic dancers do not. Oh, fair enough. Um, and so, you know, Apu tells Prince, and it's Princess Jasmine, and yep. he tells her that he has to go back to the Quickie Mart to check up on Homer. And when he gets there, Homer's sleeping, of course, because he's not sleeping at all. And uh, he tells Homer to do some work and he falls over again in between the sliding, the automatic sliding doors. And they just keep hitting Homer in the head. Oh my God, that's great. You know, Homer's done with a shift. He's driving home. And while driving home, Homer falls asleep behind the wheel and he dreams that he's in Slumberland, which is a reference to Windsor McKay's Little Nemo in in Slumberland, which... Yep, and this is not the funny thing about this is I always recall this scene from was it the it was the April Fool's beer exploding one where we get the the flashback oh, yeah. montage and we see this scene again. Yeah. And this always this scene always reminds me of that episode as opposed to this one. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I yeah. see this scene and I automatically think the flashback episode as opposed to the episode that it actually came from yeah. but no yeah. it's a it's a good it's a good little homer falls asleep driving yes thing it was fun marge so, reveals well he's at the, the plant well he's at the plant oh. and working yeah. with his feet up you know kind of oh yeah and yeah, we yeah. see and we see homer's new shoes are like the red well sneakers. i don't know if they're i don't know if they're new because they look like really scuffed up and worn so he probably owns a couple pairs of sneakers. Ooh, interesting. Not just those black uh work sh- were shoes we normally see Homer in. Yeah, he might he might own a couple. Well, don't forget he bought those shoes that uh Santa's little helper destroyed. The assassins, yeah. Yeah. So he probably owns a couple pairs of tennies. Yeah. Everybody everybody owns at least two pairs of shoes. I guess Homer can be that. Okay. So then uh Marge reveals to the kids that Homer has been working two jobs to afford Lisa's pony. After Homer goes to work, you know, he's like, I'm going to go for an eight hour walk. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he gets to the car and he falls asleep and, he, and his head hits the horn. And, you know, Marge and the kids go see what's wrong. And uh, he I love how he hits the steering wheel and the uh, airbag goes off and he uses that as a pillow. Yeah. And so, like, 
you know, they're like, oh, well, Lisa, you know, this is what your father's doing to, you know, make sure you can keep and love your pony. And Lisa goes, after all these years of lobbying to be treated like an adult, this is blown up in my face. Yep. And it and it's funny to see that too, because we've we've talked about it in the past. Lisa's kind of kiddish side, like being a kid, yeah. and then her wanting to be a grown-up side. And this seems, you know, she's like, you know, I've been arguing to get this damn pony <laughs> for, you know, years now. My dad finally gets it, and well, you know, now I gotta She's eight. She could go get a job. Yeah, right. Well, shoveling. Bart, hey, Bart was 10, got a job to get a comic book, and we yeah. all saw how that went. Yeah. And yeah, but don't forget Lisa's smarter. Yeah. So she could probably do do stuff to... Um, And so I think it's funny. So Homer was supposed to be going to the Quickie Mart at that, at that time, yeah. right? And so yeah, this... we see, we cut uh, Homer... You know, Bart telling him to fill the squishy to the top and, and stuff that like could that. Have been, that could have been uh, before school. Because don't forget, the Quickie Mart is 24-7. Yeah. So, maybe, so maybe Bart went in at like 6.30 in the morning for a squishy to make fun of Homer. Yeah, I could see but, Bart waking up that early to do it. I guess, to be fair, we know Bart skateboards around town. I guess we yeah. technically don't know how far away from the house the quickie mart is but i thought it was at night i guess my point is i thought i thought it was at night it and was, I was like, but he he could well, have gone during was, well he could have gone in night. the morning he could have gone in no the i'm morning. talking about the scene I'm, i thought the scene was taking place at night after homer left for no the job. and i was like oh, no i think that was later you think that was I think a, there's think that was a little bit morning? of a time jump yeah okay well, it was daytime i guess so yeah well at least it looked like daytime yeah and so that's why I thought, what are Bart and Lisa doing there in the middle of the night? Getting Lisa wasn't there. Yeah, she was. She was outside. Oh, I didn't see her. Yeah, because she was watching watching her dad do the Bart thing. Oh, that's Because she was right. trying to see, you know, how her dad Maybe was... it was a Saturday. Maybe. Eh, well, but still, at night, they should be in bed sleeping if it was at night. And then, it wasn't and... at night. It was during the day. Well, then Homer wouldn't have been there. They would have... Dude, come on. Who wakes up before the only time Bart ever woke or Lisa ever woke up at 6 a.m. was to wake up him for her birthday or to you know, sing her song. They don't you didn't up. wake up at 6 a.m. to watch Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, I woke up when I woke up. I didn't set an alarm or anything. I think it was like seven o'clock in the morning and they went in. So it was right at the end of Homer's. Yes. OK. And so Lisa walks in and she's like, Homer. I've decided to give up the pony. And so we kind of cut to the stables where, you know, she's saying goodbye and telling uh, the horse trainer she likes listening to jazz in the morning and contemporary at night. <laughs> and she's like, although although my facial expression hasn't changed, <laughs> my heart is breaking. <laughs> and so Lisa confesses to Homer, I love a big dumb animal that's more, more than the pony. He's like, oh, you need me to get you a hippopotamus? <laughs> I don't know if hippos are actually dumb, though. I don't know. They're dangerous. They are very dangerous. Definitely very dangerous. And so Homer quits his job at the Quickie Mart. And he's like, I love I love the line because you, I don't know. I can't honestly I don't know if there was a movie or TV show or something like that that must have said it before it. But he's like, you could take this job and restap it. Instead well, of shove it. Somebody, now, yeah. I don't know pre-1991 if this was I, actually I'm a sure slogan it, for anything. 
Well, it's not a slogan for or anything. not a. Well, someone had to have said it first, unless the Simpsons said it first. No, I'm sure it was an everyday lexicon thing, even Think back so? in the early '90s. Yeah, you can take it and shove it. I'm sure it was. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure people were saying that before 1990, because hippies probably started it. You think so? Yes. It's not like The Simpsons created that line specifically. Maybe. I mean, I guess. No, that's no. They definitely did not create that line. That line has been said probably thousands of times by the time The Simpsons got to it. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Take this job and shove it. There was a guy. What was his name? I don't know. It was on a 1980s album. Yeah. There was a song. So, yeah. So that's where they took it. Well, that's probably where they took it from. They probably took it from that song, that 1980s song, and then changed the wording to restaff it. I, I think you're overthinking it. No. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah, I think you're... So, so at the end of who monologues the end of the, at the end of the show as Lisa's being carried away, it's like, he slept, he stole, he was rude to the customers, still. There goes the best damn employee a convenience store ever had. <laughs> and uh, credits. Oh my god. You know, when I saw the title of this episode, I vaguely remember this episode. And I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this episode because it's a very Homer Lisa centric episode, and those usually aren't my favorite episodes. Um, but it did have some good laughs. Uh, it had some good jokes. Uh, I like the ice cream shop. I thought that was a funny bit. It, it's not really for me. Like it's one of those episodes where we see character development kind of from Homer and, you know, Lisa making tough decisions, but overall it's not a favorite of mine. Um, it's not a bad episode by any means. Uh, I'll give it a three. Uh, don't have a cow man. Yeah, don't have a cow man. Um, I, it's not, I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to search it out. But No, I mean, it wasn't definitely my favorite episode either. I think after re-watching it, I think, funny enough though, I was kind of going into it thinking, I'm going to give it a, probably a two or a three because... You know, it wasn't very memorable, even though I kind of remembered it. I love the yeah. Quickie Mart stuff. I'm glad, you know, Apu oh, yeah. is back. I, I, I love the fact that Homer took a job at the Quickie Mart. That's just... I don't think it's the first... I I think I think there's a future episode where he works at the Quickie Mart as well. Yeah, maybe one other time. I don't know yeah. why Apu would ever hire him back, but, you know. Yeah. Um, but some of the things just, you know, where, you know, the, the, the whole Ralph thing just caught me off guard and... <laughs> I just didn't get why that even needed to be a scene in the in the episode. Yeah, probably because they needed to fill time. <laughs> well, there's other ways to fill time. We could have had You're Burns laughing for another five minutes at the <laughs> at the cash at the union at the employee credit. Union. Yeah, the employee credit union. That would have been even funnier, I think. But Maybe. I mean, it. I don't know. I, I'm kind of floating between a three and a four just for certain things. But I think I'm kind of with you. I, I think a three don't have a cow man just. Kind of where I said, I mean, the I, I feel like one and two are really just for episodes that just don't hit. And yeah. this, I think, with just enough laughs in it, 
oh yeah kind of kind of makes it to that three point yeah and so i i think that's where i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go three i uh, don't have a cow man so one other thing I do want to mention, which I didn't mention earlier. So when Homer puts the uh, tape into the into the machine, it's yes. actually a beta tape for for VCR. It's a beta tape VCR. Interesting. Interesting. And in the next episode, we'll be talking about. I know that's why. That's why I thought thought that'd be really really funny. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's uh, finish it off like always with our character profile. And this week we have our lovely uh, horse. Stabler riding instructor person, <laughs> Millicent, which it was funny. I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, I wonder who guest voiced for this. And there was no guest voice for it. So kind of sad, but I yeah. guess, you know, just use, use who you have. And so her occupation is riding instructor at the Grateful Gilding Stables. Sounds like Catherine Hepburn. That's what they were going That's for. That's what they were going for. Yep. Loves thoroughbred ponies. Which, who doesn't, yeah. I guess? And uh, she dislikes people with little appreciation or know-how in breeding and raising ponies. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're, a, if you're a riding instructor, I mean, I guess I could see that. I don't know how she even let Homer off the property with him shoving that thing in the back of the car. Yeah, well, he did give her money. I guess so, I guess. But, she, I don't know. I feel like uh, humane services might come by and... Stop you at that point. So, uh, I'm affectations. We- affectations. I'm wealthy, so stop wasting my time routine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, she does ponies. Ponies bring in a lot of money. Yep. Also teaches highbrow pronunciation, free with riding lessons. That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. At least she gives something away, right? Yeah. So, uh, let's uh, finish off by letting everyone know where they can find us. Um, you can come and uh, see us on Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, over on Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Um, you can listen to our podcast on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in The Simpsons Did It Podcast and find us on there. And if you guys would like to support us, uh, like always, you can head over to uh, buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons Did It and uh, throw us a few bucks here and there. Um, if uh, We're working on a few things. We're working on a few things. If you guys haven't already, uh, stickers should be out uh, by the time that you hear this episode. So if you guys have donated, uh, we'll send out some stickers to you. Um, if you haven't donated yet, um, just check out our Facebook, Instagram, and stuff like that to see some photos of the stickers. Um, and we're look, looking at other things, stamps, magnets, maybe hats, shirts, stuff like that. So, uh, we'll keep you guys posted and, uh, we'll let you know when all that stuff comes out. Yep. Uh, so until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.